Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and we're on chapter 13 of my book. It's How to Achieve Anything You Set Your Mind To. This is probably my favorite chapter of all. It is, it's me talking about the future, and it's, it's interesting because uh, I, this is me from going on two and a half, three years ago, talking about the future of entrepreneurship and business and our life and the world. And then I actually, from what I recorded here three months ago, share where I see the future going. And I go deep. I talk about just everything, technology, social media, the future of business. Uh, I'd love to hear your feedback after listening to this on your thoughts and how some of my predictions and thoughts, if they align with yours and where you see the future of business, you can send me an email, brandon at brandontadams.com and send me your thoughts. But I love this chapter. This is my favorite one. And I know you're going to love it too. So let's jump right into it. In chapter 13, how to achieve anything you set your mind to. Chapter 13, how to achieve anything you set your mind to. The future of entrepreneurship and what is possible in our lifetime. How to achieve anything you set your mind to. Anything is possible in life. I mean, literally anything. There's nothing that you cannot achieve in life as long as you just put your mind on it and work your ass off to achieve it. And I I want you to think bigger. And one thing I've learned is to always be thinking bigger. Whatever you are thinking now, whatever your goal is, times it by 10. So I found out when you set huge goals and you think bigger, you're going to, even if you shortfall it, you're still going to be able to reach big things in life. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon, and then once you land on that moon, land on another moon. They go same line, but most people don't think big enough. I mean, look at in our history, our past successors, look at what Steve Jobs had did with the iPhone and Apple products. And most people Looking back 50 years from now, or 50 years ago, you'd go and tell somebody that they're going to have a product where you can literally look on a device and communicate with somebody across the world, or be able to speak with them, or speak into something and have it turn into text, or, or literally have something called Siri that will answer all your questions. Most people would think you're crazy, but Steve Jobs created that. Steven Wozniak, they created something that most people thought was impossible, And one thing he did do is he pushed people to think beyond what their limits were. The only limitations you have in your mind are the ones that you set up. So always be thinking big. There's so many possibilities out there. I mean, look at Elon Musk. He's creating autonomous cars. We have cars right now that will drive us around, and literally, you do not have to control them. And we will get to the point, I believe, where you won't even have to own a car anymore. You'll just press a button. It'll be like the Uber approach. No one will own cars. It'll be where people can press a button, get a vehicle that'll take them to their next point, point A to point B. And I mean, that'll be a big change in our industry. Look at it. It'll get to the point where if you don't need a car anymore, you no longer need car insurance and the cars, you will no longer need parking spots. What are they going to do with all this real estate where there's parking spots for vehicles when 
you again no longer need a car anymore and then I get to that point where you don't need uber drivers or you don't need taxi cab drivers where you eliminate a lot of jobs it's automation everything's in automation and that's with our future where it's becoming so look at what it is for yourself the automation process for your own business and these are things that are happening right now look at going to the moon i mean elon musk also has spacex and they're doing actually flying going to the moon if you ever listen to the book or read it it's a bold by peter diamendez it's a great book but talk about how he basically they're they're going to the moon and they're they're mining these asteroids and they're using these precious metals that they will sell. But also in my lifetime, I truly believe that I will be able to go to the moon. It'll be no different than if I'm going on a trip to a different country and go up into a space and be able to come back down. I actually have a friend who worked for NASA and they even looked at doing space colony, doing colonies on the moon. And which is something that I know Elon Musk is looking into. But these are things that are happening. Again, these people think bigger. Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, they're thinking better, bigger. Look at virtual reality, what it's becoming. Get to the point where it'll get so real. Our, our video games, we won't even know the difference between what's a reality and what's a game. Our technology is so advanced and it's exponentially growing. I, I mean, I'm, I've been watching the, the films for Black Mirror on Netflix, which actually I don't watch much TV, but I do watch Black Mirror because it, it, it really shows everything with our advanced technology and it shows what I guess could be the potential or what we think would be the potential. And it really expands my mind to think even bigger in different ways. So I urge you to think bigger. Always be thinking bigger because there are so many possibilities out there for so many things to achieve. I mean, it took, in our past years, it took over 100 years to create a company for certain companies out there. I look at like Kodak. It took uh, over 50 years or 100 years, whatever it was, to be able to create a billion dollar company and then Instagram comes along and there's less than 20 people within 18 months from beginning to end creates a company that gets acquired by Facebook by for a billion dollars. That's how advanced our our world is and it's not that crazy to think anymore if you want to become a billionaire it's it's easier on that say easier than ever but the potential is there and with our technology what you can achieve you know we are humans that are basically advanced computer systems the problem is most people don't tap into their full potential and, and reach their maximum capacity i mean come on we're the ones that actually created computers in the first place we've created the systems we have the minds that come up with these things and you look at the the era everything people build these awesome products and then the next people that are overseeing them the people that uh these like steve jobs he created apple products and now he's dead but now the next people based off of the foundation he built with technology we're growing off of that and we can build off of that and we can achieve more things. These people that have created some huge success in their life, now we can grow off of them and even become more successful. Who's setting the bar? We are the ones that can set the bar uh, right now in our generation to achieve big goals, but then after that bar is set, set the next bar. Whatever you think you can do, it's, it's very possible. It's just a matter of how bad do you want it and are you gonna go achieve it? And over the next five to 10 years, Things will change. I mean, automation will be key. More and more things will be automated. Jobs will be destroyed, but jobs will also be created. 
where one door closes, another opens. And it's survival of the fittest out there. It really is. I mean, if you want to be on top and stay on the top of your game, you must always be able to adapt fast with our technology and be ready to pivot. Most people don't like change. There's going to be a lot of change, more and more. We've seen change in our lifetime. And for me at 27 years old, when now recording and writing this book, I've seen a lot of change, but I'm going to see a lot more change over the years. And my father, over the past 50 some years, he's been alive, he's seen change. And as we develop with technology as civilization, we got to learn to adapt and always be adapting, always be ahead of the technology curve and be ready for the next move so we can be the first adopter to a different technology. And that's where you can make a lot of money and also stand out in the crowd the most and be able to get yourself out there. One great example, Jake Paul, when he, we interviewed him for a TV show, Ambitious Adventures. When he first started, he did videos, him and his brother Logan. It took four years to build up 4,000 subscribers. They had stopped doing videos for a while, then they started again, and they were on YouTube, but then Vine came along, and they were one of the first adopters to Vine, and they created a video that went viral, and they became celebrities of Vine, and now they have, or I think one of the videos is, has, um, it's the top five most viewed video of all time. So they were earlier adopters. They were working, and that's where I call it the overnight success. They're grinding on one thing, an opportunity came, they jumped on it. All of a sudden, they got their so-called overnight success. Be ready to pivot. Be ready to be on top of the technology. Adapt and grow from there. Always be adaptable. And also, I truly believe you building your personal brand is vital in business. It is so vital. And that's one thing I've put a lot of money down on is my personal brand. People buy from people. You know, there's all kinds of tribes out there. You got the, the loyal people of Ty Lopez, Grant Cardone, Tony Robbins, and even the Brandon C. Adams, myself. People buy from people. I don't even see competition. I mean, I mean, the only competition you have is yourself. Look in the mirror. How are you getting better every single day? There's a lot of people that may be in your personal branding business or being in the crowdfunding business. But again, people buy from people. When you can build up your own brand enough and stand out enough, people are going to come to you. Build your own tribe. And invest in yourself. I mean, for your personal brand itself, do professional photos. Do professional photo shoots. I've done dozens. Create videos. Put out content. Get publicity. Build up your awareness for what you do. This is why I believe it's so vital for us to build our own media company or platform. And look at Gary Vanderchuk has done building his own media company and, and being able to build awareness. And now everybody knows him. Heck, he's got people that want to become entrepreneurs just because they see his cool videos. But he's built a media company. So for you, do it. I mean, for myself, what we've done for Live to Grind and other companies, we've, we have podcast shows. We have the Live to Grind podcast. We have the Keys of the Crowd podcast. And we, I mean, write books. Uh, I have multiple books out there, including this one. Do your own YouTube show. Uh, we have our own show. We have uh, uh, the show Live to Grind. We have our TV show. We have everything else. Create a YouTube show. Do events. Blog. Whatever it is, be consistent with your content. You got to be consistent. For me, I've, I've built my own media company to put myself out there in my brand. This year, I'm going all in with video. I'm creating daily videos. I have the show with Greg. We have Ambitious Adventures. We do my own TV show. I've heard my videographer. We're doing uh, videos every single day, and we're creating our TV show, Live to Grind, which is showing my life in the journey. Um, he's following me around every day, and we're, we're creating shows and content. The content you create today 
will be exponential in the future. By 2020, 50 billion devices will be connected to the internet. This means everything you continue to make, it'll expand. And for myself, I will easily be able to reach 1 billion people by the time we get to 2020. I know that sounds crazy, but it's not crazy. Everything I'm creating today, as every day goes by, we're exponentially getting more reach, reaching more people. For you, just start with one outlet and knock it out of the park. Write your first book. Do, do your own podcast show. Create your own YouTube show. Heck, you got Snapchat. You got Insta stories. Create your own following in some way. Go speak at events. You got to do something. Look what JLD did, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. He started a daily podcast show, and he just kept going with it, kept going with it. Now, as 1.3 million unique listeners, heck, he just hit a 2 million download month. Five years from now, who knows how big that number will be. It blow my mind what it will create. It's because he's been consistent. He's stuck with it. The biggest thing is you need to start. So many people talk about it and they ponder. They want something just right. You just got to start. Act now. Do not wait around. I'm the kind of guy that wants everything done yesterday. Once you start, you can learn. You can always make it better. You can, you can learn along the way, make it better, and, and grow off of that. Heck, check out my first podcast show I did of University of Young Entrepreneurs, episode one, how to turn your ideas into reality. It took me like a day to re-record that, I kept doing it, editing, creating the notes, everything. Like I, I was trying to make it just perfect. It's never perfect, but I started. I started and I kept going. And from there, now, I mean, I'm a much better speaker on our shows. I'm a much better interviewer, and I can get things done a lot faster. So you have to start. So if I were going to die tomorrow, here's, here's the advice I'd leave for my loved ones, for, for any of you to live the life that you want and achieve anything you set out for. And just everything I'm about to talk about here is has been inspired for me from the books I've read, from what I've studied, from my own experiences, from great leaders I've worked with, and also, most importantly, the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which you'll, the principles I've applied in my own life and how Napoleon Hill... After studying the most successful people in life, he saw the trends and he saw the, the principles that people must live by and this will always be valid and how I've applied in my own life and which allowed me to even get a part of the team think the legacy of thinking rich and be featured in the film with great successful people and to be the youngest person in the film. You should all read that book and again, everything I'm about to tell you is what I've experienced and what I believe if you follow this, if you do, you will have success in life and you will get anything you set out for. And the first one is this. What do you want in life? What do you want? Most people don't even know what they want. That's all right if you don't know what you want yet, but try different things until you get to the point to know what you want. For me at the beginning, I thought that I wanted to build up a a huge company that sold Arctic sticks and supplements that went with it. But what I really realized Arctic Stick was the journey that got me to one of my destinations of doing what I really loved, which is inspire more and educating people and being in front of the camera and creating great stuff. And that's what I got there. So I started. But the thing is, what do you want in life? What is your definite plan in life? What makes you happy? I mean, why work in something that doesn't make you happy? This is why I don't understand people that work the nine to fives and they hate their job. And it's one thing if you're in corporate or your nine to five job, and you enjoy it. That's fine. That's awesome. You can apply the stuff in this book to be able to become successful too. But if you don't like what you're doing right now, 
Why, why the fuck are you doing it? I mean, life is so short. You know, I said to one of my business partners now, Michael Silvestri, I was at the Amazon Inventions Tour, and I asked him. He, he said he, was, he wanted to do his own thing and everything else, and I said to him, I'm like, if you were to die tomorrow and look back in your life, are you happy with what you're doing? Seriously, are you happy with what you're doing? Are you proud of it? And if not, then what are you doing? Why don't you do what you're happy? And he ended up six months later leaving his job to end up working full-time with Live to Grime, and now he's the main component for our team. But he followed that. You need to figure out what makes you happy. And for me, I look back at my journey. I remember working corporate, working 100 hours a week, and working for somebody else's dream, and having a, a good friend. Uh, I remember Lee Smith. He, he passed away, and a good friend died. And I looked back and realized that, and like these life experiences made me realize why wouldn't I just focus on things I love? And ever since that, I made a commitment to myself that I'd always be working on things that made me happy. And I'd work on my dreams and not somebody else's. So again, what do you want in life? And then once you know what you want in life, set your goals. Set specific goals. And once you have that big goal, everything becomes black and white. You only do things that align with your big goals. You, you literally, you only take all opportunities that get you to the next step. And as entrepreneurs, we have, um, we're always looking for things and like, we, we, it's hard to say yes and no to things. And we have ADD a little bit. Well, I do, I know myself, but like you're looking at the shiny objects. But again, if you set one big goal, then you only take up opportunities that get you to that goal. And it's having an organized planning process. What are the steps you're going to take to get there? And for me, I have my exact goal. I, I'm going to become a billionaire by December 31st, 2029, which is my 40th birthday. Again, that's exact date. I have it down. That's the exact date from now. So I know that I want to become a billionaire. And also, I want to impact 1 billion lives in a positive way. By December 31st, 2019, which is a little closer away. It's less than three years away. All this is stuff that I intend to do. And how I'm going to do that is impact people and, and be able to achieve this by inspiration, motivation, education through the power of speaking, podcasting, online education, masterminds, events, and through TV, video. And that's how I'm going to acquire my wealth, how I'm going to impact people. And these are specific things that I'm doing. And again, I don't take up opportunities that don't align with that. If it doesn't help me get to the next step towards the goal, then I'm not going to do it. It becomes black and white for you. Figure out what your goals are. Set daily goals. And one of the books you can get, John Lee Dumas has the Freedom Journal, which helps you set and accomplish your goals on a specific 100-day goal, which is the book we raised $453,000 for in 33 days on Kickstarter. But that book helps you set and accomplish your goals. And it really made me think. And again, John saw this trend from this successful over 1,500 entrepreneurs they interviewed. They all did one thing common, set and accomplish their goals. So for you, what is your daily goals? Write them down. What is your weekly goals? What is your monthly goals? What is your quarterly? What are your yearly goals? What are your five-year, 10-year goals? And at least set a direction. And it may not go exactly where you want it, but at least you have somewhere to go forward to. It's like going on a journey and going on a boat and you're traveling across the ocean without a map. You don't know where you're going. You need to create your map. What is the roadmap to your life, to your big goals? So, And also, find somebody who has already achieved what you want to achieve in life and follow in their footsteps. Learn from them. Learn. For me, hey, if I want to become a billionaire, I know i got to hang out with billionaires. i got to learn from billionaires. If I want to create a TV show, I need to learn somebody already did it. Like, I, I mean, these are the things I've always done. Find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve. One of my great mentors 
First get started, Cax Shack Behringer. I wanted to create a million dollar product with Arctic Stick. Jack had already done it. So I hired him as a consultant at the beginning. He became a great mentor of mine, and I learned from him because he had done it. I'm not reinventing the wheel. Just learn from somebody who's already achieved it. So that's my advice to you. Find somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve. Learn from them. Add value to them. Heck, ask them to mentor you, but add value to them. Say you're going to work for them for six months for free. You just want to learn from them, and you want to help them. In return, you're going to build trust with them. They're going to open you up to their circle because you are the average of the five people you hang out with. You get in their circles with influential people. It'll be huge for you, and I've seen it personally in my business for the people I've worked with and what it's done. It's, it's just amazing. The next one is mindset. Mindset's everything. Whatever your mind conceives and believes, your mind achieves. Whatever you think you can do, you can do. Seriously, and it's so true. For me, I've been able to convince my mind that I could do things before even time. Like you convince your mind, and your mind is set. And all of a sudden, things become more clear, and you start to do the things that make it happen. So the first step is believing in yourself and getting rid of the negativity in your life. Always being positive. Always saying you can do things. It's how you communicate. I can do this. I will do this. This is my reality. Those words go into your mind and convinces your own mind how to react. But when you say negative things, that will also affect your mind in a negative way. That's why I don't want to be around negative people. I'm all about positivity. I'm always stating my positive mindset. I mean, one of the first things I did when I overcame an obstacle as a child was I had a lisp. When I grew up, I had a speech impediment. I couldn't speak very well. It was something people made fun of me, and I couldn't uh, say my S's. And what I did is I realized at a young age, and this before I even knew the principles of thinking rich, I realized that I needed to practice. And I, if I want to become a great salesman one day, I needed to I needed to be a great speaker, communication and everything. I didn't want to be made fun of. That wasn't going to be my reality for life. So I practiced in front of a mirror every single day. I practiced my S's. I looked in the mirror and made sure my tongue was right below my teeth and I made sure everything was correct and I did it constant. I would say snake, 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 success, success, success. And say all the words that had S's and I would speak these words. I'd do sentences and I'd practice and practice and communicate. Then I would speak in front of crowds, small crowds and classrooms. And then before I knew it, I was speaking for the large crowds. Before I knew I was a great speaker and I turned my weakness into my strength. But I always told myself I could do it. I would tell myself at night, I am a great speaker. I do not have a speech impediment. I do not have a lisp. I am a great speaker. I convinced my own mind, and before I knew it, the practice and convinced my own mind, it became my own reality. And now I speak in front of so many people. I have a TV show seen by millions of people. It's all about your mindset. Whatever you think you can do, you can do. One of the things I do every single day, and this is a little hack that I do that helps me prepare my day, at the end, when I take a shower in the day, I, I like to first uh, I work out in the morning, I like to meditate, and then I shower. Then in my shower, I do a hot, cold, hot, and then end on cold. It jolts my body. And then I do my own little, I call my warrior chant. This is something, if you go over and check out our TV show, Live to Grind, you can actually see me doing this in real person. This is how it goes. I do this chant, look in the mirror, and it's all mental mindset for me every single day. 
My name is Bernie T. Adams. I am the most successful entrepreneur on my time. I will not accept defeat. I will not accept failure. Whatever my mind conceives and believes, my mind achieves. I will impact 1 billion lives in a positive way by December 31st, 2019. I will become a billionaire by December 31st, 2029. I will do all this through inspiration, motivation, education, through the power of speaking, podcasting, online education, events, masterminds, and my TV show. I have a great TV show. I'm great in front of the camera. I am the top influencer of the millennials. I'm one of the top influencers of all time. I am a great entrepreneur. I can achieve anything I set my mind to. I am wealthy. I am rich. Whatever my mind sees and believes, my mind achieves. I do that every single day. It becomes my reality. It becomes my thoughts. It is my positive attitude. It's my warrior chant. Before football games, I was captain of my football town. Remember, we'd hit heads and we would be like, yeah, let's do this. On rugby, we would hit, hit heads and with no helmets. And we would we'd basically pump each other up before any big game. Why not do that for anything in life? You need to do your own little thing that sets your mindset on the level where it needs to be, that motivates you. And you need to be motivated. Heck, I'm watching inspirational videos. I'm watching, listening Tony Robbins. And I'm looking at all these different things that helps build me up to have that right mindset. So for you, it's all in the mindset. You have to convince your mind you can do something. The next one is telling the world your goals. Tell the world your goals. And people will help you get there. And heck, I would join you. People have joined me on my journey because I've said it. This is how I've built teams, how I've grown. People are convinced by the look in my eyes, the confidence. That's why once you convince yourself you can do something, you will convince others. And I can see when somebody tells me they're going to do something, I either know if they're going to be able to do it or they're just bullshit. Another person stating something out there. For me, when I say my big goals, people see the confidence in my eyes. They see the trust. They know that I can do it. And they help me get there. So tell the world your big goals. When you tell the world your goals... People will help you. Every time I go on a show, I tell podcast show or anything else, I tell the world my goals. And there are people out there that are willing to help you get there. So tell the world what your big goals are. Next one is build a team. Build a team. You can build a business or you can create a movement. And I like to create movements. I like to create things that are much bigger than me. And you need a team to do this. You can't do it all yourself. I've learned this a hard way. I remember when I worked in corporate. You need a team to help you get to where you want to go. Do what you know and what you don't know, have someone else do. And that's why I have a great team. For me, I'm the guy that is a great speaker, communicator. I'm great at sales. I'm great in front of the camera. I do the podcast shows. I focus on them things. But some back-end stuff. I'm not the best writer. Uh, right now I'm recording this. I, and I'll have it transcribed and then I'll edit it. It just it works better for me. And then I have a team that will edit it again because they're a lot better at writing. I have a team that creates social media stuff. They do my Facebook ads. I have a team that, that everybody does all the things that I am not the best at. So what you're good at, do. And have a team surround you to help you. And at the beginning, most people say, oh, I don't have the money to pay for a team. Well, not everyone's motivated by money. They're motivated by being a part of something. And for me, I have people on my team that helped me at the beginning. Heck, Andrew Zelaski, five years ago, I had nothing. And he helped me from the beginning because he saw the vision. He believed in me. And people will follow you. You can get interns that can work for you. And they learn from everything along the way. Again, there's some things money can't buy. It is the knowledge, it is the relationships, it is the experience you get. So you need to build a team. Your team can help you go far. Next one is a mastermind approach. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. Tell me the five 
friends of yours and I'll tell you your future. I mean, it's who you surround yourself with. And for me, I'm masterminding, an actual mastermind with my team every Tuesday. And I throw my own masterminds with the Influencer Accelerator Program, which is a game-changing experience where we throw in the mastermind approach from Napoleon Hill's Think and Go Rich. You look at Andrew Carnegie, Thomas Edison, Henry Ford. They all have created huge success and because of the power of a mastermind. They surrounded themselves with a group of people and they worked together in collaboration and worked in perfect harmony towards a common goal in mind. They all had their own specialized knowledge in a certain way. And there's some people out there that they're geniuses, but okay, they don't actually apply that to actually do something with it. For me, I may not be the smartest guy, but I know a lot of smart people. And I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And I take these people, what I'm really good at is taking the knowledge from these people and join, bringing the team together and applying it in a way to take that specialized knowledge of different backgrounds to work in perfect harmony towards a common goal in mind. And that is a true mastermind approach. For me, when I was a freshman in college, I got a 1.68 GPA. I got a D in English. I, w- I wasn't the smartest kid, but again, I surrounded myself with smart people. I had a passion and drive to achieve big things in life. I brought them together and together they have achieved great things in life. And for me, it's, it's changed my life. So your mastermind approach, you need to be surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. If you want to become a billionaire, surround yourself with billionaires and that will get you there. You become the average of those people. The next one is the power of love. The power of love of everything is everything. Love is the most powerful thing we have in sex drive, transmutation of of your sex drive. I mean, this is is in one of the principles of thinking to rich. But for me, I've applied it many times in my life. I mean, the power of love and my girlfriend, Samantha, who's been a huge impact and pushed me farther in life and everything I've achieved. And looking back, like Henry Ford, who created the, the Model T, the vehicle that we have, his wife, Clara, was a huge inspiration influence in his life to help him become successful. So love is everything. And for your relationships, choose your relationships wisely. They can make you or break you. So choose wisely. For me, my inspiration with Samantha has pushed me. She's followed me at the beginning when I had nothing. It pushed me further, and we've been through some tough things together. And together, we will go far. I mean, your true mastermind is in relationship and your partner. That is a mastermind in itself. So again, make sure you choose relationships wisely in life. The next one, visualization, imagination, and meditation. You need to visualize where you want to go in life. I'm visualizing everything, where I want to go, how I'm going to get there, and I'm imagining my big success. I remember when for Young Entrepreneur Convention, All the days leading up to that event, I would imagine myself on stage having a huge crowd and getting done with my keynote and having a standing ovation, applause and everything else. And I visualized that and it made it my reality in my mind. And then when the day came, that happened. It was a reality and it was a surreal moment. So you need to visualize your success. You need to imagine it. It becomes a part of your subconscious mind. You dream about it. It's crazy what you can do. For me, I've, I've tapped in my subconscious mind where it, and one of my dreams become feel so real. And it's me having masterminds 
in my dreams with great people that I look up to. I remember one dream specifically where Lewis Howes was in the dream with me and we were talking about something. He said, you need to write your book. And at that time I had wrote my first book and uh, also is leading to this book, which is now becoming a reality. And Lewis Howes, well, eventually we, I interviewed him for our show, Ambitious Adventures, and I uh, gained a relationship with him because I had followed the principles, but I had imagined, visualized that we would, I would interview him one day and it happened. And that's for many other things that happened in my life. So again, you need to visualize it. You need to imagine it. It becomes part of your subconscious mind. And also meditation. You need to meditate. For me, clear my mind and just be in the moment, but then also think about how you're going to get to your goals. Meditation has been huge for me. It clears my head, especially someone like me who's always going. I need a time to clear my head and, and again, visualize my success. One great example, Michael Phelps, when he... When he swam the Olympics in 2008, when he won um, his gold, and I'm sure you all remember when he was swimming his last lap or two laps, it was his goggles. He got water in his goggles, and he could not see anything. And for him, every night he would visualize, his coach would have him visualize the whole race he would do. He'd visualize him succeeding. He'd even visualize have him visualize obstacles and times as if water would get in his goggles. And that was a part of his subconscious mind. And every single day, I mean, he trained his ass up, but also he visualized his success. He visualized every race. And that day when that came, when he had the obstacle and the water went into his goggles, he didn't freak out. He was ready for it. And he won. He won by literally a hair. He barely won, but he won. Again, he put in the extra work, but he visualized his success. When you get things that become part of your subconscious mind, you start dreaming about your progress and and working towards it, that shit becomes a reality. I know it's crazy, but it works. I've seen it work myself. Again, we're like a computer. Compute your mind, train your mind to believe in things, and then you'll see the results. The next one, fitness and health. It's everything. Your body, your body is, I mean, you're a machine. You're... It's the one body you have, and how you treat it is how it's going to treat you. You need to stay healthy. You need to to be able to uh, be able to keep it at its peak performance. It, I mean, think about your computer. I know I'm going back to the computer again, but like for your computer, you obviously got to do updates on it. You got to download for the best components of your computer, the best apps to keep it running high performance. For us, that's no different. What are you eating? The food you eat decides how you feel and how you act. Are you working out? Are you doing things that help you get great ideas, that help you stay fit? Because when you look good, you feel good, you, you get more confidence, and it shows in your work. Maybe that's running. I don't know, doing yoga. I used to run a lot. I've run a few half marathons. I've done the Spartan race. I've uh, done some yoga. Yoga is amazing. Fitness, lifting weights. I remember back in the day when I was like a bodybuilder. Um, I've played sports. I, I've done things that clears my mind. For you, what is it you're going to do that gets your heart rate up, that's going to get you to, to stay fit, to, to feel healthy, and to act better? Some of the best ideas I've and got before, have been in the gym, have been on a run, have been in yoga. Heck, when I worked out this morning, I get had some great ideas to, to finalize in this last chapter because it's clear my mind. And for me, the gym is like a drug. Fitness is like a drug for me. It keeps me going. So you need to take care of yourself. And don't tell me that bullshit that you don't have time. 
Let's let's trade schedules and look at each other's schedules. I have a busy lifestyle. I make the commitment. You need to make time for it. You need to make sure you're eating healthy and you're treating your body the right way because that will help you become more successful. It'll show in your results. This is the one body you have. You're giving it. Treat it right because it's a machine, a machine that can help you produce great results. Next one is time management. Take control of your schedule and don't let your schedule take control of you. I see a lot of entrepreneurs fail at this. You need to take control of your schedule. You, you need to basically put your schedule in. What is your schedule? Write it down and heck, batch your work. Some people, they'll spend so much time and going like in a gerbil wheel and they're not really making any progress. That's why it's, again, good to set your goals, set your daily goals, your weekly goals. I do this every, every single week. Every Sunday, I'll sit down I'll set my goals for the week and what I need to go to achieve that month and that year. And we'll do masterminds with our team to set our big goals together so we know where we're going. So set your daily goals. What are you going to achieve on day one, on Monday? What are you going to achieve on Monday? What are the three main things you're going to achieve? And Tuesday, same thing. And again, batch your work. One thing I got from JLD, he has a daily podcast show. On the 15th and 30th of each month, he does 15 Interviews. So on the 15th, you'll do 15 interviews back to back, and the 30th, you'll do 15. And that two days out of the month, he spends to create his daily podcast show. And that's what he does. And I've been on his show three times now, and I remember the one time I was like his last person of the day, and he still had the same energy. He built up that tolerance. I've done four one in ones that we do with our Influencer Accelerator program. I've done 15 one-on-ones in a day. I do it every Monday. Every Monday, I'll do 15 back-to-back. I'll have a little break for lunch. I literally go 20-minute um, intervals. It's 20-minute. I'll go start in the morning at 8 a.m., 8 to 8.20, first one-on-one. The next one starts at 8.30, 8.30 to 8.50. next one starts at 9, and so on. I batch my work and work at extreme levels. And then what I do is I like to, on Monday, have a lot of things that I do. Tuesday too, and then it makes it easier for the rest of the week. On my Mondays, I do my one-on-ones. On Tuesdays, I do my shows. I create shows. I go on shows. Uh, for the rest of the week, I focus on works and goals uh, that I'm working on for that time. And then even on the weekends, I still get to create some awesome stuff, do some work, create videos. Make sure you dedicate to your schedule. And most people think, well, you're an entrepreneur. You can, you can really just do whatever you want, and you pick your own schedule. No, you have to actually work more than the person doing the nine-to-five. You need actually a lot of time for getting things done. If you don't do the right schedule, you're going to screw yourself and your time and schedule is going to take control of you, which will be bad. And again, figure in your free time, figure in your fitness time, figure in your life, your family, your relationship time. Because if you don't figure it in, I know life gets busy. It won't happen. So you need to set it in the schedule and make it happen. The next one, try new stuff. Be creative. Just seriously, like... The creativity in my life, yoga, swimming, I played rugby, football, creating different videos, like just creating fun videos, watch unique videos. I'm on Netflix right now watching Black Mirror, which is crazy show. And usually I don't watch TV. I'm usually just creating my own shows. But I get what I do like about certain shows. It gives me inspiration. It gives me mindset. And it gives me this little tweak in things. For Black Mirror, it talks about the future of things. It gives me ideas for my own future and stuff. Try different things. Heck, go to Adventureland. Go to uh, Walt Disneyland. I remember go to Universal. And uh, it was uh, 
on Valentine's Day. My girlfriend and I went to Universal Studios, which was big inspiration for me to even start thinking bigger because I looked and saw what these rides, the Harry Potter ride and all these different rides they had there, the, the Hulk. These are huge creations, rides that a human came up with in their mind and created and made it a reality. And for me, inspired me to think bigger that day. I mean, I was having fun on the rides and my girlfriend could tell like I was in my own head. I was thinking about different things that I wanted to do and for my own business. And just from that fun I did that day, I came up with some great ideas. The next day I was putting together my $100,000 consulting package that I have created. And because I just I was thinking bigger. You always need to be thinking bigger. Uh, again, some other things, maybe go for a jog, go for a run, run a marathon, ride to your four-wheeler, dirt bike, go climb, go climb Mount Everest. If you're like my, my co-founder and buddy, Clayton Mooney, he, he's going to buy 35, climb Mount Everest, which is crazy. I have no want to climb Mount Everest, but he intends to climb it to be able to get that experience and then also be like, oh, I climbed Mount Everest. What do you got on me, brother? <laughs> but really, like, do new things because when you try new things in life and you learn, it helps you get more creativity, helps your brain, it helps you get better ideas for your life in life to be able to apply to your own goals in business. And next one, travel. I mean, travel's huge. I've traveled all over the country. Back in 2015, I traveled, I think it was 27 different states. I was sleeping in my truck and experiencing great things. I mean, even for our travel show, Ambitious Adventures, we've traveled in season one. We went to Des Moines, Iowa. We went to La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, at Los Angeles, California, Winter Park, Florida, St. Pete, Florida. We travel all over. And for me, I've traveled over the country for other things. You travel, you learn. I've been to um, Germany, Berlin, Germany when I was younger. And I've been to Mexico over a dozen times. And if you want to check out a good podcast show, go to the podcast show on my website, livetogrind.com, and check out the show I did with John Levy. We talk about traveling. I talk about my Mexico experience with uh, basically drug dealers and machine guns. No joke. If you want to check out a cool show, check that out on, on my website or on podcast show Live to Grind. But traveling gives you creativity and traveling helps you get more perspective on things. And until you travel, until you see things in another person's eyes, you, you're lacking. And you know, some people have their mind made up, and I'm so open-minded, and especially when you look at different cultures. Why is one culture uh, right, and uh, why is one right, and what's wrong? Like, why is what you think believed to be true, why is it true, and why is it somebody else's not true? Again, we all have perspectives on life. We all have our own thoughts and even religions and everything else. So when you get perspectives from different people, from different backgrounds, from different growing up, everything else... You, you learn a lot and you start to be more open about things. Try new things, be open and have a perspective on it and get different perspectives. Learn from people, interview people. It'll change how you think. It'll change how you do things. Next one, give back to others. And that's what we're here for, right? Just give back to others. The more you can give back to others, the more you get back in return. Help people. The more people you can help, the more you're going to get back in return. And one says, like, if you want to become a billionaire, we'll help a billion people. And that's why I'm going to impact one billion lives. Help a billion people. I've always tried to help people. And one person I, I, I really see as a younger brother, Caleb Maddox. I'll never forget the day. We both were in studio the same day for going on Grant Cardone's show uh, for his, his podcast show. But I, Caleb Maddox was in the show that day, and I had yet to meet him. 
actually, I left. I went on the show, went outside after Grant Cardone and I talked for like a half an hour about doing a crowdfunding campaign. Then I went outside and I went to the coffee shop nearby and I saw a Facebook Live and I saw Caleb Maddox who I'd, I'd seen other places and a 14-year-old kid at the time and he said he was going to become a billionaire by 30. At that point, I realized I wasn't thinking big enough and the 14-year-old kid, Caleb Maddox, said, inspired me to think even bigger and Caleb, thank you. You've become a brother to me. And what do you know, we end up, it's the law of attraction, I tell you, we eventually cross paths at the St. Pete house in St. Pete, Florida, the station house. And that's where we're filming with the Put a Shark in Tank campaign with Kevin Harrington. And I met Caleb, I got talking to him, and I thought he was a cool kid. I'm like, hey man, um, at that time, he didn't know Kevin Harrington, or hadn't met Kevin Harrington. I said, why don't you come back here in a couple hours, I'll introduce you to Kevin. And I introduced him to Kevin Harrington, and which... That was the first start of a good relationship with Caleb and even Kevin. And Caleb ended up doing some things with Kevin, working together on different projects. And then we ended up having Caleb come and speak at Young Entrepreneur Convention. And uh, even we got Caleb on my TV show. And and I'm getting him to be in the book with Put a Shark Your Tank with Kevin Harrington. And, and even introduced him to my buddy Jake Paul of Team 10, which they were just filming the other day for creating content together. Just some things that I did. And I, I want to help the guy because I believe in him. And I want to help him, and I know he's going to do big things in life, but it's coming from a place of, I really want to help him. I'm not expecting anything in return. Yes, obviously, results will come in return, but for you, don't expect something in return. Just help the person, because I believe it's your duty. I believe it's my duty to help him become successful. He's like my younger brother, and he's going to do big things, and it's like other people out there. It's your duty to help people. Help them and help them get better. The more people you help, the better it'll come back in return. Help as many people as possible. It'll come back tenfold, I'm telling you. And only that, you'll feel good. And again, I believe it's your duty as a human being to help as many people as possible. The next one which ties in is beyond help people, it's adding value. How I've been able to connect with billionaires, celebrities, and literally anybody I set my mind to comes down to adding value, being persistent, adding value, helping them, making them money. Geez, made John Lee Dumas a lot of money for his book, and I've helped him do some campaigns. That obviously turned out very well, a great relationship. I've helped the Think Team for Think and Go Rich. I helped them raise a lot of money. We raised $362,000 on the campaign for Think, the largest docudrama in history. I helped them do some marketing tactics. I helped them quite a bit. They put I'm featuring the film with them with Think, and I'm also a financial advisor for their team. I added value to them. Kevin Harrington, we did a crowdfunding campaign for him. I had him come speak at my event. I, I did a mastermind for Kevin Harrington. We helped him put the book together to make it a bestseller for Put a Shark in Tank. I add value to him. I could go on and on and on, but how I've been able to connect with people is adding value. You should always become a person of value, add value nonstop. The more value you can add, the more you're gonna get back in return. But again, it's not coming to a place to expect anything. It's just helping people because you need to help them. It's your duty. And if you wanna get somebody's attention, influencer, or even myself, hey, reach out and don't ask for something because we're all getting asked for something. Reach out and say, hey, I'd love to help you. I'd love to buy 100 copies of your book. Heck, I'd love to do a launch for you. I'd love to have you on my show. I'd love to help you make money. Hey, I got an idea how I can help you. If you learn to help somebody, you learn to help them make money, they will listen. They'll be eyes and ears open because you know what? Influencers are always getting reached out for the wrong reasons. People are reaching out for money. They're reaching out for help, advice. Why don't you come at a different angle and offer to help them? And when you do that, they're going to listen. Eventually, they're going to bring you into their circle. Wise lesson learned for myself, what I've learned to be able to do if you want to connect with anyone. The next one is make lots of fucking money. 
make lots of money. You are worth it. Some people feel they're not worthy. They, they feel they're not worthy of making money. They're, they're not worth charging 10 or 25 or even $100,000. You are. You all have knowledge in a certain area. So sell it. Package it up and sell it. The more money you make, the more people you can help. But don't tell me it's not about the money. You know, money helps you get to the next, it's just a tool. It helps you get from point A to point B to be able to make a bigger impact. You know, the more money I can have, I'm gonna be happy and I'm writing million dollar checks out to people to help a foundation, for nonprofits, to help regular people. I just wanna be help. look what Tony Robbins done. He does that event. I've seen him at his events where he says, let's raise some money for this person. Who's gonna do 10 grand? I'll match anybody up to 100 grand. He'll raise 100 grand in a few minutes because people, are believing what he's doing and they wanna help people. And how would you like to be like Tony Robbins and said, hey, I can feed millions of people or I can feed 100 million people or, or his book sales, all his sales go to helping the, the homeless or helping for the hunger. You know, make money, you are worthy of it. Uh, let your money work for you. Again, don't be trading dollars for hours or hours for dollars. Make sure you're letting your money work for you as you build more money. Invest in things that you know. Invest in things that you know that you have a knowledge in that can help you make more money. Don't just gamble it away. And a lot of people, they like to gamble. I don't even gamble. If I go to gamble, I, I'm literally like, I know, hey, I'm, I'm going to gamble 100 bucks and that's what it is. In your business, make sure you're investing in things that you know and that will supplement everything you're doing. And also, like, create info products. We all have knowledge, create info products that you can sell while you sleep. You create it once and you sell all the time. And learn to do a Facebook ad. F Facebook ads like printing money once you know how to do it right. You can have people buy your products and when they buy your products, it, it's literally a lead to the funnel which it'll create more products. So you have your funnel, your your free PDF of your book and then it leads to your, your $9 product and then your $97 product and then your $500 product and then for me, your $997 product your 5,000, your 25,000, your 100,000 product. It's the elevator up. As Ryan Stuman says on my podcast show, the elevator up to the top. They're buying into your funnel. Again, you need to create your own funnel, your own package, your own products, and you need to use your money wisely so it can work for you. The more money you can make, the more you can get back in return. The next one, communication. Communication is everything. I remember when I worked in corporate, I hired, during my time there, I hired, it was 29 people. Hired and fired, which is part I never liked about my, my job. I always would just look for communication. I would just talk to these people and see how they could communicate. Communication is powerful. If you can become a great speaker and communicate and likable, that's all you need. I mean, literally, the rest can fall out of the place. For me, I've learned to become a great communicator. And again, I, at the beginning, I didn't know how to. I mean, I had a speech impediment, but I learned how to communicate. I learned how to speak. I put myself in a lot of situations at a time were nerve-wracking or, or felt awkward, but I just became a great speaker. I learned to talk to crowds. I could talk to a wall, for Christ's sakes. I can talk to anyone. And when you communicate with somebody, talk on their level. Try to be like them on how they communicate. Some people like to talk louder, they talk louder. Some people like to talk more quiet, talk on their level, they communicate in their words. For me, I grew up in Iowa. So we talk a little different in, in Northeast Iowa versus what you talk in Hollywood or you talk in, in, in Florida. So like, you need to be great at communication. Communication is everything. And communication is what leads to great salesmen. Become great at sales. Learn how to sell. Learn how to sell yourself in services. One thing I learned from Matt Maddox, he told his son, was Caleb said, hey dad, what is the one thing you take away um, if you give me the best advice? And Matt said, learn how to sell, son. Learn how to sell. If you can sell, you can do anything. And again, 
If you have a great communication background, if you can communicate and speak, you can sell. And I believe for selling, it's your duty. If you know that your product we are offering is of value to somebody and it can help them, it's your duty to ensure they work with you, to buy from you, to have their life changed. And for me, it goes into the next step, which is persistence. Most sales are done between the seventh and 19th time you approach someone. In my biggest deals I've done, I've heard no three or four times. I've heard no so many times. Get, get used to hearing no. People make the biggest excuse are this. One, I don't have the money. Or two, it's not the right timing. Bullshit. Again, it's your duty to ensure if you know that that person can get help from what you're offering, it's your duty to ensure they work with you. Because afterwards, and that's what I always say, I'll say, it's my duty. I know I can help you. It's my duty to ensure you work with me because after you work with me 30 days from now, you're going to be thanking me that you did. You're going to be thanking me that I got you into this program. You're going to be thanking me that I made sure you worked with me. And that's for me, again, being persistent. Most sales are done between the 7th and 19th time you approach somebody. Be persistent or persistent. This is no different from getting on podcast shows, for getting publicity, get any kind of deal. It's persistent. Sometimes time is not right. And for timing, time is everything. So you may ask one day this is a no, the next day it might be a yes. I remember Lewis Howes uh, for our TV show. The first couple times I asked him, he said no. Timing wasn't right. He had his event coming up. Then I asked him again, and he was questionable about it. And he said, I don't have enough time. But I said, come on, Lewis. I said, honestly, man, I owe this to you, man. It's my duty to ensure you take us up on that. And he ended up, he ended up saying yes. We interviewed him. And it turned out great. The, literally the week before his event for the Summit of Greatness, I was persistent. So you, you're going to hear a lot of no's, and you must never stop until you achieve what you want, want in life. You've got to set out for it. You achieve it. Don't take no for an answer. You've got to be persistent. Have a burning desire to go get it. The next one, spend time with family. Spend time with your family, your loved ones. Everything to you. And for my, looking back on my family, for my brother and sister, they were great growing up. My brother was a great role model for me. I always would spend time with him. We'd go hunting together. He would take me, he would take me even to some parties. He would take me out. But I learned a lot from my brother. My sister always stuck up for me. She would would be one that would support all my endeavors. She was a great sister. My mom, she taught me how to be really caring. She made me into a, a better writer. She's a great writer herself. Heck, she's 10 times better writer than me. And she brought that caring side of me. I really care and look at people and just think about their perspective in life and be able to uh, learn to try to put yourself in their shoes. My dad, he taught me entrepreneurship. He taught me how to sell. He taught me business. He taught me the lessons I know today. He's been a great mentor and influencer in my life. My little nieces, I spend time with my little nieces, Jocelyn and uh, Bella. I have, and now my, my other uh, niece or nephew, we don't know, coming on the way. But spending time with them, like you learn from little kids and, and spend the time with them, they look up to you. Be that role model for them. And looking back on my friends back home, my good friends back in Gardnerville, Iowa, Luke Clevish and Cody Brandle, people that I, growing up, like we basically like always, at Cody lived with me for a while, and and Luke, Cody, and I were basically tripod, we call it, and we're always hanging out and doing things together, and uh, being able to to just, I mean, we had a lot of fun, and you know, I don't see them very much anymore, but when I go back home, as if I never left, friendships that you have forever, and all these relationships I've had with my family and friends have taught me something, 
they've taught me something and I'll never forget them. And is again, for your loved ones, for your family relationships, or me with my girlfriend, Samantha, um, value that value your time with your family and friends because they're the ones that have always been for you, been there for you and good and bad. And even if you haven't talked for like a year and you do talk, I mean, go back as if you just talked the other day, you need to value your relationships and spend time with your family. And if you have somebody right now that you, you have some bad relationship with now, or maybe you, you have something where you don't forgive them for something. And this is what I learned from Neil Gupta in the podcast show when he, I interviewed him. He said one of the number thing, one things that people struggle with is, for one, they're in the wrong relationship, which I talked about before. A relationship can make or break you. Or two, the next one is they have something in their life they have not forgiven. Forgive that person, whoever it is, and just know the reason why you are the way you are today is because of that person, whether it was a good or bad in your past. Maybe they did something that affected you in a negative way at that time, but it may have gave you a trait that made you better at what you do today. So look at it that way. Always look at the positive of negative situations and forgive that person if they've done something to you. The next one is don't sweat the small stuff. If it doesn't kill you, it'll make you stronger. And everything happens for a reason. Literally, don't get worked up over things that really aren't that big. If it doesn't kill you, then it's not that big problem. Heck, even if you lose millions of dollars or you go flat ass broke, I've been broke, it's, it gets better. There's even good in certain bad situations. And again, when things happen, I believe they happen for a reason. Anytime I've had a temporary failure or something that went wrong in a very bad way, that time it hurt, it sucked, but you know what? It, it always happened for a reason. And down the road, I saw that and I saw why it happened. So think about that. Don't sweat the small stuff. And if it doesn't kill you, make you stronger. Everything happens for a reason. My next question to you is this. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? You know, some people think they want something. They want to achieve something. But I don't think they, they realize how hard it takes to get there or if they want it bad enough. Whatever you think it takes to get to your goals, times it by 10. Seriously, times it by 10. Anything I've achieved, it's always taken longer and harder and, and more work to be able to get there. You always need to be working harder. I always like to feel like as if I'm the underdog. I don't ever, I'm, I am never at the top of my game. I'm always working harder and harder to, to be able to get better because I know there's always somebody out there working. You know, Dan Gable, great wrestler from Iowa. He used to wake up at two in the morning and he would get a deck of cards and he'd flip a card based on what the card would say. If it was seven, he would do seven sit-ups. If it was a king, he would do, I think, what, 10 or 12 sit-ups and vice versa. He'd do the whole deck at 2 a.m. and he'd have a letter above his bed or a note to say the Russians are working. The Russians are training is what it was because he was going to the Olympics and the Russians wanted to beat him bad. And at that time, that was when the Russians were training. So he was so dedicated. He'd wake up in the middle of the night and train. He was so dedicated. For you, what are you going to do that's going to stand out? What's going to make you work harder than your competition? What are you going to do? There's always people out there that are willing to make it to the top. For you, always act as if you're the underdog. You always got to prove something. Always prove something. Always work harder. You're never at the top of your game. Do not let the success get to your head. Do not let them big goals get to your head because once you hit that goal, go to the next one. Go to the next one. Go to the next one. Don't slow down. You need, you need to keep momentum. 
And once you ride that momentum, you get that success, you can build off of that and grow and keep going and keep going. The second you stop, the second you go back and you die. One thing that I really have in common with um, my business partner, Andrew Zalaski, we talked about thinking go rich. One thing he gets out of an IC too is just keep going. Just keep going. The second you stop is the second you fall. And you don't ever want to fall. You just got to keep going no matter how hard it gets. You need to break through that fucking wall and you need to go to the next one. You got to keep going. You got to do whatever it takes. You never give up. And the people that make it to the top, the people that make the big goals are the ones that are willing. They're not willing to take failure. They're willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. No matter what it is, they will do it. For you, are you willing to do whatever it takes? And you know what? For most people, either you will achieve your big goals for for what you want in life or you'll find an excuse why you didn't achieve it. I don't make any excuses. I don't make any excuses. Are you? Think about that. Work your ass off and grind like a motherfucker and don't stop until you hit what you want in life because that's what life is all about. And enjoy the journey to your destinations. The journey is the best part, and that's what get out of this show. You've seen my journey for this book. You've, you've heard my journeys, my obstacles, the ups, the downs, the so-called overnight successes. And I look back, and the journey is the best part. Enjoy the grind. What would happen if you hated the journey during your life? And when you finally got to your big destination, what would happen if you got there and you weren't satisfied and you say, oh, that's it? That's all? I worked all these years for this? That's why you need to enjoy the journey to your destinations. Enjoy life. Soak it up. Learn. Live from it. It's everything. Enjoy it all because life is too short not to. As always, my friends, this quote that I'll leave with and what sticks of me and I read to myself every single day with my warrior chant is this. Whatever the mind conceives and believes, the mind achieves. Whatever the mind conceives and believes, the mind achieves. Whatever the mind conceives and believes, the mind achieves. Believe in yourself, conceive it in your mind, and go achieve it. And go out there and create something great and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan T. Adams. Have a great day, everyone. This last chapter that I had recorded, this is the last chapter that I had recorded two and a half years ago. It is so on point. Everything I shared, it all applies to now. The principles, and I really going off of thinking rich principles, the principles of success and how to achieve anything you set your mind to. And I really thought into this a lot. And again, it still applies to today. After recording this, this last chapter, my life changed completely. I literally, my wife and I, well, wife now, at that time, Samantha and I were just dating, but we went on to, we went to Puerto Rico for her birthday and we were sitting on the beach and we said, what are we going to do next? And at that moment or in that time with a margarita in her hand, or maybe it's a rum punch, whatever it was, we said, why don't we travel the country? And then I added in, why don't we film a TV show on it? We originally said 12 cities in 12 months. 
And we went on to do that. You know, later in that year, we went on and we got engaged on October 13th in L.A. The next day was the premiere of Think and Grinch Legacy. We had the premiere. It was the next day after that I found out that we had got an Emmy nomination for Ambitious Adventures. And then it was the day after that that we were in L.A. and I actually interviewed Lewis Howes. So many great things happened in such a short period of time. That October, we had did a 30-day, 33-day, I think it was, tour uh, to go to most of the cities. I think we went to eight of the 10 cities. We, or eight or 10 of the 12 cities we had planned to go to for the show. And we just, we went in and spread the word. We talked at events and, and shared our vision for what we were going to do with success in your city. And it wasn't until December 27th of that year that we left Iowa at negative seven degrees below zero and headed to our first city of Scottsdale, Arizona, where we ended up featuring Shea Hillenbrand, the baseball player. And we went on to travel. It went up going to the five cities for the show in five episodes. And and last year, we lived in six cities. So we were in Scottsdale, Arizona, Austin, Texas, Boston, Massachusetts, Denver, Colorado, Nashville, Tennessee, and then we end up landing in Minneapolis to be closer to family. And wow, what a what a journey! You know, we made a complete pivot, uh, a change in our life. In the last twelve to sixteen months alone, we have went on to sell multiple companies. We sold our house. We sold most of our things. We got married. We won Emmy awards. We. And we went through a roller coaster ride. And, and to give you an update to where things are in my life, so you know, and where things are going in the future. Well, I will tell you that after doing the Boston episode for success in your city, after filming that, Samantha and I realized that we need to go all in on the show. And one of the things that I always knew, but I, I, I never was able to commit to, to do, sometimes there's things you know what to do, but it's harder to just do it. I've always said you got to be all in in one area. You know, I was doing so many things. I had the Live to Grind show. I was doing programs, masterminds, I was traveling, doing all these different things in business, and also had the ice business. I came to the realization I had to focus in on one thing. So after Boston, we went and went home. We sold our house in Gardeville, Iowa, and we gave away most of our things, sold some things. Whatever we had left, we put in a storage unit. We got in our Tahoe, and we drove to Denver. And when we drove to Denver, there was no looking back because we had no home to go back to. We were all in for the show. And also, it was that same month that I ended up deciding to sell the majority of my shares for Young Entrepreneur Convention and to my business partner, Anders Lasky, who's a brother from another mother. He uh, is a great friend, and, and he's like literally like a brother who supported me on all my endeavors. So now I am a, still a co-founder and a part of Young Entrepreneur Convention, but more on an ambassador level and MC. So every year I'll be emceeing the event and helping support the event. But for the day-to-day activities and duties, I will be there as an advisor. So already the transition with the event, it's, it's in Iowa, obviously. It's in Ames, Iowa, and it's more startup-driven and focused. And uh, so that was one big pivot. I knew I had to focus all in on the show. And Young Entrepreneur Convention had taken a lot of energy because it, it's not easy to put on an event. But I'm so excited for the future, so excited for what's going to happen with this event and how many people it's going to impact. And I'll still be there along the way sharing, uh, well, continuing to share my journey, but being the MC and supporting Young Entrepreneur Convention. 
And then we had went on, we got married, and after getting married, we uh, we we went to Vail. It was a good experience, and we got to see some family and spend more time with family and go back home. And then I, it wasn't until about three months ago that I went on to sell the Adams the Adams Ice Service, my family business that had been in the family for over thirty years. You know that was a tough situation, tough decision for me. Because I, I always said I would never sell the ice business. It was part of my blood, my beginning, my family. And it was not easy. It was very tough for me to, to make that decision. But again, when you go all in on one area, you can achieve massive success. And that's what I needed to do. So I had to close one door, open another. So I ended up selling the ice business to my best friends back home, Cody uh, Brandel and Luke Klevish, and they're taking over the business and they're going to take it to another level. I'm very happy to see my best friends take that business and, and push it forward. And now it's called icy conditions. And yeah, it's, it's weird that Adam's ice service is no longer a business. So two businesses that I sold, I, I want to put all focus on the show success in your city. And we're releasing this fall success in your city is releasing this fall. Again, you can find all the details of where it's going to be releasing at successinyourcity.com. I found out, I've learned in life that things don't matter. Money doesn't. Money itself does not make you happy. Money gives you power. But the things that make you happy in life is doing what you love, mastering your craft, become, becoming great at it, and helping as many people as possible and having somebody to share it with. I am so happy to have my wife, Samantha, with me as we travel the country or travel the country and we'll travel to film other seasons. She's my co-host. She's my business partner. She's my best friend and she's the love of my life. And having that is, that's everything to me, you know? No money can buy that. No money can ever buy that. I'll never forget when I was having a meeting and talk with Jeff Hoffman. So Jeff Hoffman and Kevin Harrington are both the executive producers of our show, and they give great mentorship along our way for everything we've been doing. But Jeff said one time, Brandon, uh, Samantha wasn't around, but he said, uh, Brandon, don't you ever lose sight of Samantha. That is what life is about. No money can buy that. No money can make you that happy. You have something very valuable. I'll never forget that. And I, I, I knew that, but it all also drove that home that – our relationships are what we strive for. As humans, we want to grow. We want to get closer to our goals. And maybe even if we don't achieve that goal, long as we're getting better every single day and getting closer, we want to develop. We want to be loved. We want to share our experiences with somebody. We want to give back. We want to feel like we fit in. We want to fulfill ourselves. And you do that by going after your dreams, by getting better, being the best at what you do, being around the right people, people that that support you in your dreams and not take you down, and, and just doing everything you would want out of life. My experience that day in the vehicle in the corporate world where I had the mental breakdown and thought I was going to die, that experience really shook me alive, alive to realize that life is so short. You need to do what you love because you have this one life to live. You literally have this one life to live. So why not live it to the most? Be the best at what you can do and travel and experience things. And enjoy this thing called life. 
And to talk to the future of business and entrepreneurship, it's going to scare the fuck out of you what's going to happen. I mean, it not only scare you, but it's going to be good too. But I'll tell you, with technology and advancement, learn to adapt. That's what I can say. Learn to adapt. Because over the next five to ten years, our technological advancements will be so in-depth and advanced exponentially that it literally is going to change everything more than we've ever seen before. It is exciting times, and yes, scary. If you watch the movie Black Mary, it'll give it an insight of what it could do because it could be good and bad, but you're going to see things where you have to adapt to certain things. I believe if you can build a brand and become known, if you can build enough trust with enough people, if you have trust with people and you have a brand where people know you, you can do anything. That le- that literally can allow you to do anything. If you can communicate, if you can learn to communicate, again, that's another thing that you can do anything with communication. And always be willing to add more value. If you can become a person of value, you'll always have a job in this world. And also learning to automate things, adapting try new things. People fall behind. They're not willing to jump on social media. They, they think, ah, I, I don't want to get into this social media thing. Well, if you don't, then you're, you're going to not have a business anymore. Video. Why do you think I went all in? Because video is the most powerful storytelling we have. I can upload videos on social media and I can reach millions of people through that. Literally, I can plug in a Facebook ad and I can target people and I can reach them. I can reach people around the world. It's through storytelling, through the power of video and social media. If you're not utilizing social media, you should be, especially if you have a business. It's building awareness around who you are. It's building tribes. It's building communities that will support you, support your dreams, and support everything that you're doing. The meeting I had with Jason Calacanis when we're at that dinner table at year three of Young Entrepreneur Convention I'll never forget when he told me, Brandon, you need to go out and create a fund to help invest in all these entrepreneurs. I'm now in the process of creating an investment fund and working with people to create a fund that helps other entrepreneurs invest in them, in their ventures, to help them succeed. That's something I've always wanted to do, and now I'm in the process of being able to do that. I'm at a point in my life at 29 years old where I can travel the country work on our TV show, speak to audiences, share my journey, and and mentor and advise a limited amount of people for things they're working on, and share my message through the power of social media. I have so much content out there, and I'm just getting started. I am living my life of, of my dream that I've always wanted to live, and it feels great, and it's because I made the sacrifices, and I still make sacrifices, but it's the things that I did along the way to build my brand, to go out of my comfort zone, to do things that scared me. And I just kept going. Just keep going. That is one thing I always think of. Just keep going. As I leave you on the last part of this chapter, the last part of this book and everything that we've created here, here are my top tips for you in life. Enjoy what you do. Do what you love, and remember, whatever your mind conceives and believes, your mind does achieve. Whatever you think about the most is what you become. You are the average of the five people you hang out with. Pick the right significant other, the right relationship, the person you marry, the person you love, that you're with for the rest of your life, or at least you intend to be with the rest of your life. Make sure they make you better and not hold you down because that will literally decide your future. Believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, others won't believe in you. 
and be around a team that will support you on this journey called life and do what you love what you love and just know live every day as if it's your last because you never know when it will be your last day you never know when your time is up we only have so much time on earth that is one thing we can't get more of you can always make more money but you cannot get more time because when the time is up that's it what do you want your legacy to be what is it that you want others to remember you for Do great things, give back to this world, and enjoy life. I urge you all to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brennan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.